Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of What's the Tea? I am your host Taylor, aka T Dollars. I am excited to bring you guys the new What's the Tea website, blog, and podcast. I'm not going to waste any of your time. Let's hop right into this episode. There's a lot to discuss, so let's hop right in. I'm excited to be back to doing what I freaking love to do, which is talk about culture and life and, you know, the shit that we go through in our 20s because it's just a fascinating experience as well as a freaking traumatic experience. Um, I just love it. I'm obsessed with growing through my 20s, if that's a good thing to say. Um, I'm obsessed with it because I just literally am learning something new every day, whether it's about myself or around about the people around me or just like how to deal with people around me and just how to go about life. Um, I don't know, it's like a Of course, I don't have all the tools. I'm not saying that I just wake up and like, oh, let me deal with this life shit here. That's done, let me deal with this here. No, that is absolutely not what I am saying because if you know me, then you know. (laughs) My life is no walk in the park. I just literally get up and just refuse to quit. Um, which I think is the fascinating part about it because obviously I realize and I keep seeing that no matter what is thrown at me, like it just, it could, it can't affect me. Like it's going to be at me. Of course, I'm going to feel it in the moment. And you know, once I really sit down and look at the situation and after I am done, I would, I want to say experience in the situation. I realize, oh, that, sh- that wasn't nothing like. I ain't gonna say what's next, but like the next thing that life throws at me, I'm gonna have more calm. I'm gonna be more peaceful when it comes to me, or you know, I'm gonna I'm going to figure out the next obstacle with more peace and more calmness, rather than just being irritable and um and just whiny and complaining about it instead of just figuring out how to get that shit done. It just I don't know. Hey, but look at me. I didn't went off track. I haven't even introduced you guys. Well, I have. Y'all been here before. Like, this is nothing new. This is not all. And if you are new, then I want to personally welcome you to us at T-Podcast. But, you know, the people that are listening have probably been listening since I dropped the first one back in February of 2020. So, you know, y'all know me. Like, let's just hop into it because I don't feel like I need to explain furthermore what's been going on. You guys know it. You guys are going through it yourselves. It's that thing we call life. Um, But I do want to elaborate on why I decided to create a website and a blog. Um, The website, honestly, the greatest, probably my greatest accomplishment so far, simply because I created the website by myself. Um, The template, the layout, the things on there, the logo, everything is me i created the transitions the work like i'm just so freaking proud of myself with that website because it was no joke shit took me like four hours to do um but i'm just really proud of myself because it came out really good and i'm excited to keep that website up today i'm excited to you know just expand that and take that further on in my career and you know just to see where i'm starting at now i just cannot wait to see what this evolves into Um, And for my blog, I just love to write. And I feel like I can get out more to y'all if I included that blog. Um, Because I'm always not able to record. I live in a very loud house. (laughs) Um, I work 
I'm in school, and you know, just opening up a laptop seems to record, seems like it would, could be easy, but it's really not editing the, the audio and you know, putting it on the right platforms. It just takes a lot, and I wanna be able to give y'all episodes that I will can listen to myself and not something that's rushed or something like that. So with the blog, um, I can create stories easier to y'all, connect easier to y'all. I can actually give out direct links to certain things, whether it's music or health things or like, um, you know, my astrology that I love or things like that. I can just directly link you guys to those things instead of you having to go search for them with the podcast and just, you know, having to come back and listen to, oh, where did she say go, what website? They'll all be on my blog. Um, so I'm really excited. Um, I am open to suggestions and topics or things that you guys either want to hear me talk about or write about on my website. Um, always, you know, just hit my DM. You can email me through my website, actually, if you want to go through the contact tab, and you can actually send an email, a direct personal email, and I can get back to you on that. Um, but I'm just excited because the thing about What's the Tea, it's based on my experience, but I love to hear the experiences of other people because that is the way that we learn. We learn through talking it out and communicating to one another, you know, things. Whether we're talking about music, you know, I could put you on my favorite song and then you could put me on my favorite song or your favorite song. And then next thing you know, it's, oh, this is my favorite artist. Thank you so much. This artist has helped me with this, this, and that. And it's the same thing with, you know, conversations about life. Um, something that I might be going through, you know, you might be personally going through, and what I say might help you, but you never know what you might say can help me too. So obviously, I'm always open to feedback from you guys. Um, please, 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 please do not hesitate to DM me, to contact me through the website. Please do not. I'm open for it. I want to talk about any and everything on here. This podcast and blog is a safe space for us all. Um... Please, 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 please do not hesitate. But um, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I just cannot contain it. Like, I, I really love this, and I'm so happy that I'm in a space to where that I can create freely now. I am releasing myself from the shackles of my brain and the insecurities and the doubts that I have in my brains, and I am freeing myself and giving you guys what's the tea full on everything i'm giving everything that i have to what's the tea just so we can take it to the top so i genuinely appreciate everybody that listens reached out and has visited the website so far this is just the beginning it's so much more to come and um on that note i don't want to dive in too deep you know this is the first episode back like let's you know bring some fun in it um so you know tv right now it's crazy. I mean, we have so many good shows on TV right now. I have not been this intrigued in TV for a while. Like, TV is so boring. But right now, we just got you. We have the new series, BMF, Wu-Tang, Insecure. These are my top four shows right now. Of course, I finished you top, week's top. Crazy. 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 But one thing I do like about this season, my girl Love put Joe in his place multiple times. Yes, Love is a lunatic. Yes, she just goes on these killing sprees unsolicited. But at the end of the day, my sis has a logic behind it. So can we really be mad at her? I don't think so. I do not think so. 
Honestly, Joe Goldberg is, I'm tired of Joe. I love Joe the first two seasons, but this season he really pissed me off because it's just like, Joe, you kill people for no reason to. Peach, did she have to die? No. The little William Goldberg who you stole the name from anyway, did he have to die? No. You kill people for no good reason, but you think that you're a good man and you're doing this because you want to be a good man so that you take all the bad things about what you did out and try to downplay my girl love. But at the end of the day, you're the same person, Joe. I don't get it. I don't get how he kept trying to do that to her this season. And so I'm so glad she just kept checking him every time they had an argument. She checked him in a way, and I was just at my screen like, period, sis, because, yeah, shut it down. Shut it down. And it's, you was such a crazy thing, I think, to watch because it makes you like kind of look at yourself and how you would go about these situations in romantic relationships. Obviously, none of us are just gonna go out and kill people. But the talks, the honest talks that they were having is what I like about you because they are very honest when they talk. So I, I really like the aspect of the show and it made me ask myself some questions like, Hmm, am I Joe in this situation or am I love in this situation? That was that. I was really tough. But I really enjoyed this U season three. Spoiler alert! I am so pissed, so pissed that Joe beat love to the punch. I would have loved season four you through the perspective of love. Like I get that the show is based on love, but I mean on Joe, but like. We're tired of him because he keeps doing the same shit. Like, he's going to do the exact same shit. I'm tired of this man. I don't want to see it anymore because it's not fun anymore. With love, it's fun because she's unpredictable. Joe, too predictable now, so I don't want it. I don't want it at all. But I would have really loved that maybe a season four with love being the narrative or even a season four where they were just co-parenting and figuring out that situation. That would have been fun to watch. Um... But I don't know. It's just going to be a different dynamic now because we, we're so used to the dynamic of Love and Joe both killing each other. I mean, killing people for each other. It's just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to watch season four. I'm just not feeling it anymore. Eh, hopefully they get it together in season four. Maybe they need to leak some, leak some season four information so I can read about it a little bit. Because I just don't want to see Joe do the same thing. I'm tired of it honestly <laughs> um but that's one show that I really enjoy always now let's get into one of the greatest shows that goes by the name of BMF BMF now BMF is based on a true story of course we've all known of the Flannery brothers Terry and Demetrius Big Meech and Southwest T now this show is my new obsession for one, I already love Detroit, Dream Girls, Big Sean, What Up Doe. I love Detroit. But this show to me is so good because I feel like we're learning another culture that we are not too familiar of. You know, we're always introduced to the cultures of, you know, New York drug dealing or California drug dealing or, you know, something like that. But we've never had like a show about the Midwest. I don't think we we rarely have shows that are based out of the Midwest regardless. Um, but to show one like this, and I, I don't even want, it's not even, it's based on real life, so I don't even want to talk about it like it's written. 
the, the Flannery family is just a, a unique dynamic. What they were able to accomplish and do is very unique. It's never been done before. And it's very intriguing to learn about. And I'm not saying this in a bad way and, or, or in just like, you know, but it's very intriguing to learn about. Let's be honest, we like drug shows. Like, let's just be honest. We like shows that portray this, whether it's good or not for the communities. We enjoy these things. Um, this one is just so interesting. And maybe because it is based off real life and we know that it's based off real life. Um, but I'm in love with this show. Everybody's doing so good with their acting. I love it. Little Meech is playing the fuck out of his daddy. Okay? I love it. I love him. <laughs> I love him. I think we all do. That's a great show. Um, I'm gonna be ex I'm gonna be sad when it ends this season because it's actually really good. I, I'm, I don't like shows like this because it's like, you keep me waiting for more. I don't wanna wait for more, you know what I mean? I don't have time to wait for more. <laughs> I want it all now. Give it to me now or don't give it to me at all. This is how I feel. But one good thing that's gonna come when BMF ends, Snowfall should be starting right back up. Plus, plus for us, win-win. But I really do enjoy this show. Um, one thing we need to do is get Kato the fuck up out of here. And I'm, I don't have time. Three seasons, like my anxiety is going up. Like I don't have time to wait until three episodes later for them to catch up onto her. Get her by this Sunday and I'm not playing. I don't have time. I do not want to, she's playing both sides and I can't, I don't like it. Cause she, she finna cause friction in the 50 boys and we need to get that under wraps. <laughs> we need to get that under wraps. And that's one thing, another thing I like about this show too. If you can make me talk to the screen, baby, you doing your thing. And one thing about this show, I'm always yelling at this screen. I'm always yelling at Charles broke ass. Because take me is of money. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Why do you want your family to be broke? I understand. You want to be a God-fearing citizen of the world. But baby, don't miss out on your blessings. <laughs> don't miss out on your blessings. Don't don't do that. Cause Misha's trying to bless you, and he is being a blessing, and you treating that boy like he's shit. That's wrong in my eyes. That's wrong in my eyes. But hey, that's stay daddy-son relationship. And at the end of the day, from what is depicted as what we know about Big Meech and all them, you raised a respectable man. You raised a God-fearing man, you raised, you raised a man that does right. So I don't know why he wasn't taking that money. And he getting too happy about that 25K. Baby, that's Terry's money. Terry got shot in the eye, not you. Meech paid the bills, take it or leave it. <laughs> and that's all I'm gonna say about BMF, baby. That's it. Now one show that I am truly in love and it's probably the best show on TV right now, Wu-Tang, Wu-Tang. Now, if you have not watched the Wu-Tang series on Hulu, please, 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 please pause this, go watch that, and then please come back. Please, 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 please. Wu-Tang is probably one of the best produced, probably one of the best, best cast, and probably one has one of the greatest storylines of a show that I've ever seen. And yes, this is based off the true story of the Wu-Tang Clan and how they came together. I love it. I love the way it's written. I love the way that it's shot. I love the edits, the graphics, and the cast. I love it. 
um, it's making me literally fall in love with Wu-Tang. And, and I'm literally getting to see why Wu-Tang was so big and why they are the Wu-Tang Clan of the 90s and why, how they came about. It's just, it, it's inspiring to see. I'll, I'll be crying through watching Wu-Tang sometimes, but some of the stuff be like, dang. I'll be like so happy. And it's just like, I, I'm interested in learning the dynamics of these eight men. Eight men in the group is so crazy. Like females can't even do, you know, four people go a group. So for them to create a eight man band, amazing. And they have great music, great rhymes. They can rhyme their asses off. One thing about it, I've been listening to, I've been really going back to YouTube and like watching a lot of Wu-Tang interviews and listening to a lot of Wu-Tang music. The men be rapping their asses off. I miss it. And, and watching Wu-Tang makes me miss rap. Like it makes me realize what we are really lacking in this generation of music, which is creativity, uniqueness. People are so scared to be unique and be themselves and just be who they are that they're just falling into a box. One thing that made the 90s so pop, and I hate when people say, I want to go back to the 90s, I wish it was, this was the 90s. We could still be that if people weren't afraid to be themselves. Everybody in the 90s had their own signature style, sound, personality. Nobody in the 90s was like the next person. Nobody. Whereas nowadays, everybody is like the next person. Everybody is taking each other's styles and using this. Or just, it's not fun because it's like, who am I, who's different than this? What is something that's going to be different from your music that I can't get from over here? You know what I mean? We know in the Wu-Tang music, we ain't going to get what we get from the Wu-Tang. We not going to get that from the locks. You know what I mean? What we get, we not doing that. Whereas these rappers, what we get from you, that's fine. But I can go over here and still get this from this person too. I don't want it. It's making me miss what rap used to be. And it's making me sad because why the fuck was I not born in the 80s so I can experience the 90s? This is not fair. <laughs> it's not fair. A soul like me does not to be deserve to be here. I'm only here to educate, obviously, because, baby, I live in the 90s. <laughs> I do. I don't live in this generation. I cannot possibly. It's fun and all, but, like, I just, I'm not here for it. I want to go back in time. I wish I could go back in time. But please, please, please go check out Wu-Tang. It's, it's just a great story. It's a great coming of age story. Season two is so much, I'm not even gonna say so much better, but you can tell in season two, now they're in their, they're in their pockets. Everybody's comfortable. The production is just getting so crazy. Like, it makes the things no that they're able to explain, how amazing things are coming out. It's, it's, I love it. I can't, I don't wanna keep explaining it and tell the entire story, especially if you haven't watched it. So, you know, these are just some of my recommendations. So, if you haven't seen you, BMF, or Wu-Tang, the American Saga on Hulu, please, please do. I'm begging you. You won't be, you won't regret it, okay? Now, into the show that I am absolutely heartbroken is ending. Insecure. I, I'm literally heartbroken. I don't know what I'm going to do when season five's end. Like, I know I'm going to rewatch it multiple times. This is, a, first of all, Insecure is a show that I'm going to rewatch multiple times. Probably not back to back, but I know for sure when I get into those rough patches or maybe I have a dip, like, let me just turn on some Insecure to feel better. Like, Issa Rae, don't give me the words that I need to get me out of this shit. You know what I mean? 
It's one of the shows that I can't wait to pass along to my niece when she gets my age and, you know, my kids, when I eventually have kids and they're my age, it's just a show that I can, I love to talk about and to recommend and, you know, just love, to, I just love to, to, to up this show because I haven't seen a show that represents our culture, our black men and our black women the way that this show does. Like, this show literally does nothing but uplift us. Even the characters that we pursue are bad. Like, Issa Rae knows how to write black life in a in an inspiring light and in, in in a lens that is just exudes nothing but beauty like the way insecure is shot we see nothing but la beauty like we see nothing but the beauty of black people in black culture and that's one thing that i really love about the show that it's just black as fuck like i love it i love it i'm so sad and, you know, spoiler alert, so if you haven't watched the episode one of season five, don't go any further in this episode, please click out, go watch the episode, and then come back to where we are. I, this, this, first of all, I just already know the rest of these episodes are going to have us in our feels. I watched episode one twice already, and it's just like, wow, wow, Issa. Just when I thought this show couldn't get any better, it's just like, wow. Just when I thought like the storylines couldn't be deepened. Wow. And I saw on Twitter, one of the writers or producers tweeted um, that the theme of this season of Insecure is, are we gonna be okay? And to me, that really stuck out because that's something that we can literally ask ourselves, are we gonna be okay? Like we can take that, are we gonna be okay? And, you know, access to a lot of things, to a lot of people, you know, and to ourselves. Like, we can look in the mirror and be like, are we going to be okay? Is what we're going through right now so hard or so traumatizing or, you know, so... Is it just too much that we can't get out of this? Or are we going to be okay? And I think that question, when we ask ourselves that question and we give that question to others, it opens up... I think a level, a deeper level of communication because you're not able to skate off of the, okay, I can go this way, I can go this way. Because the, this essentially, are we gonna be okay is asking if I go this way or if I were to go this way, does that affect the relationship that I have with myself or does that affect the relationship that I might have with somebody else? You know, it's, it's given us multiple chances to take an either route that we're most comfortable with, but still in the end, know that whatever I choose to do, I'm gonna be okay. And I'm given that opportunity and that, and that, oh, I lost the word. I'm giving that opportunity for, I'm gonna say openness because you have to be open to all opportunities if you assume that you're gonna be okay at the end because nothing can deteriorate you off your path. Nothing can steer you off in the wrong direction because at the end of the day, you know, essentially, are you gonna, you're gonna be okay. So I feel like we should, you know, maybe if you have a little, even if the miscommunication is not that deep or, you know, even if you feel like the problem or the issue that you're having with yourself is not that deep, still ask yourself or that person or somebody around you like, are we gonna be okay? I I know that I'm gonna be okay. 
But you know, that's a question that a lot of people don't know the answer to. And honestly, that only answer is within. You have to know that you're gonna be okay to really know I'm gonna be okay. And you know, you're gonna get that if you get it. Don't let that go over your head. Um, I, I'm, it's just a lot. Insecure was just so much. I'm loving that we're diving into the storyline of Kelly, AKA the funny friend. If you didn't watch the episode, please check on your funny friends because essentially they are the one that you don't even realize probably keeps you afloat. You know, the one that's probably giving you some of the best advice, you know, and you probably don't realize that they're going through their own things because they're able to mask it with humor. Humor doesn't solve everything. So please check on your funny friends. If you have one, if you have that token, oh, she's a funny friend, please check on them. Make sure that they're okay. Make sure that you know you are extending that same friendship that they are extending to you. And you know, just don't let it be one-sided with that funny friend. Don't limit them to just being the funny friend because a funny friend has layers just like you have layers. You know what I mean? And I'm so glad we're diving into that because I've always wanted to know more about Kelly's story and how Kelly, how their their friend group came about. Because Kelly is the best friend. Kelly is closer to Tiffany, but Kelly is the best friend that all of them wish they could be to each other. Kelly is the best friend to Tiffany. She is the best friend to Issa, and she is the best friend to Molly. They all collectively come to her for that advice. You know what I mean? So all that emotional dumping and, and you know, and she, Kelly doesn't seem to have a problem with it, but you never know who really feels the type of way about them, those types of things. So please check out, check out on your friends, not even just your funny friends, just check on all your friends, but especially that funny friend, because you know, you know how it is. Laughter mask is mask pain. Um, and let's just talk about, I have to get quiet because if I talk too loud about this same thing, I get truly upset. I am a hopeless romantic. The hopeless romantic in me wanted Lauren and Issa to really make it to the fucking end, y'all. We deserve fucking Lawrence and Issa wedding. We deserve that. We deserve something from Lawrence and Issa besides this simple, I can't do it. Like... I felt it, Issa. I did. But like, so, this is fake TV. Get together with that man. Fuck this real life. Get together with that man. I simply understand why she could not do it. Um, I don't know if we're going to dive into the Lawrence and Issa more with this season. I'm pretty sure we are. Like, that's, that can't be the closure they give us. I know that the closure they give us because, like, that ain't enough. <laughs> that's not enough. I need Lawrence in every episode because it's not enough closure until the end, especially since this is the last season. But it's just like, wow. I didn't think that was gonna happen. But I can kind of tell in her face, like she wasn't feeling him or it was some awkwardness going on. I'm just like, damn, get it together, y'all. What are y'all doing? Y'all are, like Issa and Lawrence are literally made for each other. And I don't know if Lawrence is based off a real life person. It probably is in Issa's life. Issa, the real Issa Rae's life. But it's just like, how are two people that are so perfect for together, how? How does it come like this? You guys literally are made for each other. Like, you guys get each other's jokes. You get, you know how to handle the insecurities, the emotionals. You know how, you know this person just like you know yourself, as, as well as you know yourself. 
How does the communication end up so bad to where they get to the point where Lawrence and Issa are? Um, I want to. Ex- I hope that they explore that throughout this season because I feel like a lot of women and men go through the same thing where it's just like we are meant for each other, but it just won't work. You know what I mean? And I, uh, it's just so much. Lawrence and Issa's relationship just goes too deep. And I just feel like I'm not, I'm just never going to be satisfied with that, that ending. If that's, if that's the case of the ending, I'm not going to be satisfied with it. I understand why it has to end. I understand that is too much for women to deal with. I understand it. But goddamn, goddamn, us Lawrence High, we've been struggling since season one. <laughs> we've been struggling for this Lawrence and Issa season one love. It makes no sense, man. And it seems like it'd be perfect time and then it's always too late. And that's what one thing I love that Issa put in there too. Like, it seems like perfect timing for Lawrence and Issa. They are both at where they want to be in their careers, emotionally. They are more secure within themselves. And it's just like it all comes tumbling down. It's so sad to watch. I'm just not, I'm just sick because we've never had a, a healthy Lawrence and Issa relationship, like at all. We've had a healthy Lawrence and Issa relationship for one episode, and that was last season when they went to the art fair and they were having that very, very honest conversation, which brought them back together. That's the most healthiest we've ever seen Lawrence and Issa. And y'all foul for that. Issa Ray. The rest of the writers in the room, HBO, I'm, y'all foul as fuck for that. <laughs> for real. We deserve a healthy Lawrence and Issa Rae, I mean Issa D love. And if we can't get it, it's gonna just live in my head, rent free. I don't, I don't care about y'all breaking up under the full moon. Like Issa Rae, why would you even put that in there? <laughs> we didn't, I was just not expecting that ending, honestly. I was not, that's why I'm just like, wow. So I'm excited for Sunday's episode of Insecure because I need to know what's going on. I'm so excited, but I want them to, I want the weeks to go by so slow that Insecure is on for like another three months, you know? <laughs> I'm just not ready for it to end. Like Issa Rae really captured something that cannot be captured again. Um, I just want to thank her. And if you have not read my blog post on What's the Tea website, um, for Monday about insecure what that means the ending means for me and for people who are also obsessed please go and check that out um, I dive a little deep into just what insecure really means to me and how insecure has made me feel over the couple of these past couple years of its airing please go check that out I'm just not ready but thank God for Issa Rae okay um, I want to end this podcast today on a light note talking about good things because Lawrence Hive and that has me stressed out right now so I'm going to switch gears and we're going to talk about some things that are going to boost my energy hopefully (laughs) summer is coming summer is coming summer walker is coming that's all I'm going to say about that summer is coming she's coming we've had so much new music come out this past couple months you know we got new Wale phenomenal I love Wale um Wale what can you say that's a poetic man right there you you know who doesn't love Wale if you don't like Wale I kind of am looking at you side eye um first of all 
big fucking Sean, the fucking Don, the only one, Detroit's own. That man right there has bars for days. I'm tired of you niggas that love to say Big Sean ain't this, Big Sean ain't that, da 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 da. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, for real though. Um, Big Sean just proved once again why he's one of the greatest MCs of this generation. I don't care what anybody says. Top five, top five, top five. His bars are always there. His cadence is always there. His flow is always there. His energy is always there. And it literally just showed on these four freestyles from the um, LA leakers. Man, Big Sean, if you ever listen to this, put those on Apple Music. I need those singles. I'm not going to keep one of you but I'm not. But fire. He also just um, dropped a new song called What a Life. In all honesty, the way it's looking like, I think we're going to get a new Big Sean project in the next couple months, which I'm not complaining about. <laughs> I need it. I love Big Sean. It's just he has a way, and the way he's been flowing lately and the vibes that he's been getting out, he's on a different vibration. And I love when artists have that moment where they find out exactly who they are and what their purpose is with the music because the music always just gets better. It always just gets better. And one thing that Big Sean shows us consistently, that every time he drops, he just keeps getting better. And at this point, it's not its not like he's proven it. It's just his craft. He's just literally getting better with his craft. I love it. I love that for him. He's going to keep getting a disrespect, which is weird to me, because maybe because he is a nerd and he doesn't do all the things that rappers do. But I guess we're going to take a little rain with some sunshine, because my man is the man. Okay, um, Young Thug just released a project, probably my favorite Young Thug project, if I'm being honest. I'm, <sighs> I'm not really a fan of mumble rap like that. Like, I need rap where I can hear you rapping and we're gonna rap rap. You ain't even gotta be rapping about nothing for real, but like, I don't wanna hear you mumbling because what's the point? Young Thug's album is so good. Like, I have never listened to a Young Thug album from top to bottom, ever. I'm not, okay, I'm lying, slime season. Uh, I think it was like two or three. I think it was three. But regardless, like, I'm not listening to Young Thug's albums all the way through like that. Like, I'm going to find a song that I like, and then that's going to be that. But with punk, I think Young Thug has finally found found himself. And that's the thing. When you find out who you are as an artist and what your purpose is, you create better music. And this album is amazing. I love the, the, the flow of it. I love that it's not... Um, you know, crazy trap beats. I I love everything about it. I love that it's just a smooth. It's really like a smooth punk rock album. If you ask me, I get why he named it punk. I love the cover. The cover of it. I love it. Um, also, from the West Side with love. Shout out to my boy Dom K. Now, if you ever just need some music to just vibe to, you know that you don't need to really skip. That you just like soft beats, but you like the rap. Dom Kennedy is the guy from the West Side with Love Read. Now, these are just a couple things I've been listening to here lately. Of course, you can always find out what I'm listening to when you go to Apple Music and search up my What's the Tea playlist up under my name. Now, you can type in at TayJ4, and um, my profile should pop up with my playlist, but I'm also, it's on my link tree in my bio of my Instagram. Um, and on my Twitter, it is also a tab on the What's the Tea website. Um, 
you know, it's always gonna be updated. And I'm bringing that back too as well. That's another thing that I'm gonna be bringing back. Um, so I need to know if you guys want that weekly or bi-weekly as well. Um, I can do weekly, but like, maybe some of those, I don't know. A lot of people, it's just, we'll figure that out, you know? We are still growing. Um, this brand will continue to grow. I will continue to grow as a podcaster. I'm learning as I go. And I am really enjoying the process of learning this. I'm learning, you know, how to do the graphic. I'm learning so much, y'all, for one. I am learning all the graphics behind this, the recording process behind this, editing the editing the audio. I am literally an actor, producer, writer, songstress. All of this in one. Like it's so funny and it's crazy that I I don't think I could do all of this and look at me. I thought it was gonna be too hard, like maybe I'm gonna hire this person, this person, or that. Or I don't have enough ideas for this. That's such a lie. I lied to my fucking self. <laughs> and I'm so glad I'm not living in that lie anymore because this is so fulfilling. Learning how to do all of this is so fulfilling. And I know it's just making me more confident in all of this and taking this to the next level. So I really do appreciate you all for listening. And I hope that you continue to listen. You know, don't forget to head to the What's the Tea website. And that's going to be www what's the tea with tea.com to um, stay up to date on our podcast our blogs um to explore to contact me don't forget to subscribe rate and review what's the tea on apple Podcasts. please subscribe to the website to um be subscribed to our new our newsletter that i'm going to be starting and creating and sending out with you know words of encouragement weekly and, you know, just don't forget to follow me on the socials to stay up to date as well. And that's going to be T-Dollars, T-O-D-5-L's underscore on Instagram and T-O-D-4-L's on Twitter. Uh, I really do appreciate you all. That is all I have for you guys on this episode of What's the Tea? I hope to see you guys in two weeks for another episode. Thanks for listening. <laughs>